Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. My name is Potato from Potato Prayer Wrestling, and my I'm here with my good friend Alice. How are you doing, Alice? Hi. We're we're in separate boxes still. We'll <laughs> well, there's a difference <laughs> there. Release me from my box. I think outside in the moment for you, it's like you pretty much got a lot of snow around, whereas I got tons of yeah, rain. So in. yeah, that's right because it's just like. Wow. Oh, there's snow everywhere, and then where I'm at, it's like it's just rain, so it's just really bad. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got an iPhone. Well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So today I was meant to be buying a new old iPhone. I've got an iPhone Seven that's about to die. So I just my friend Phil from PlayStation uh, PS Trust has an iPhone Eight, and he was going to sell it to me for cheap. So I was about to pick that up today, and he snowed in. So. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to get a new old iPhone. I was very excited to get an iPhone 8, even though it's like ancient. <laughs> yeah. It's like steam It's like steam powered, you know, and you've got like a crank on the side to power it up. Uh, because your iPhone <laughs> has already got like less than 70%. Because the recommended levels yeah. be above 70%, but it's below 70%. It just keeps losing charge. 67, yeah. But yeah, it's a it good job. It's a good job you have a some kind of truce with the PlayStation friends, because otherwise yes. you will have to end up like getting an iPhone Mini thirteen out of your pocket money. Yeah, saying that if they see what I've put in their fantasy draft, they might not be friendly with me anymore. That's just, that's a tease for later on in the episode. <laughs> well, who knows? Because I think we're just still friends with them, and I think we're pretty much glad yeah, to to become affiliates with the NPS we trust. I think they're just like thinking as if you're crazy for supporting xbox especially i was listening to yeah. the latest podcast and saying oh we're just like have a couple of episodes there in the loser's corner and that's he's referring to like xbox <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's they're like our cousin podcast isn't it? like they're like um a separate like if you like xbox you will listen to us but if you want to listen to the playstation equivalent you can listen to them Say that they're a bit more, ba- they got a bit more banter to them, and they're a bit, and their podcasts are a bit longer, but they do them less often. We do shorter, more often podcasts. They do longer, sh- less often. So it depends but, on your fancy, really. If you want a three-hour podcast with the guys are ripping into each other and taking the piss, it's, uh, that's the perfect <laughs> one for you. I love it. I love it. It's it's totally different to us, but I love it. It's such a good podcast to listen to. Uh, well, proper bands. <laughs> also, that they release the episode like every two weeks, whereas ours are just like speeding yeah. up with like every week. So, but at the moment, we're getting we're more views soon. every week. Like, whenever there's an interesting yeah. subject, expect this to reach above 100 views, and we're still getting closer to it every week. So, please yeah, keep supporting us, showing our videos. Much appreciated. Anyway, last yeah, week I mean, we, we celebrated get- like St. George's Day on. The first of David. Yeah, that's right. How did Saint that work for you? <laughs> Saint David's Day, aka Wales Day. Um, it was good. Uh, being Welsh, I mean, it didn't really do much. Just it's just it's just another day, really, isn't it? But Welsh cakes. We, we got to love a good Welsh cake. Tom Jones. Um, traffic. Uh, Gareth Bale, who I used to go to school with football. Uh, whatever Welsh things can I think of top of my head. <laughs> I didn't know you go to uh, school with Gareth Bale. Yeah, I went primary, I went primary school and high school with him. Uh, my claim to fame is that I saved a goal from uh, saved a goal from him with my face. So 
Like you blasted and it hit me right in the face, but I still saved it. That counts. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. Because I go to the secondary school, the same one as Helen Glover, except she's a year above Ooh. me. So, but then yeah. I don't really fair. care That's about school world. enough to even recognize any no, of the people don't. there. I hate, I hated school. I, I I always say that people always go, "Oh, when you leave school, you'll regret it, and you'll like you'll miss it when you when you're older." I'm like, "Nah, I haven't missed school a single day of my life since leaving school. I'm not." If you're in school now, and people keep saying that to you, and you like, don't believe them, they're, they're full of shite. School sucked. I hated school. <laughs> well, there are two <laughs> things I definitely miss: my primary school, it's tame, nostalgic, and second one is the university in Wales. And it's like really fantastic. So I really I enjoyed uni. it. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Uni was great. I loved uni. I loved uni. I could I miss uni. I, I if I could go back to university for another three years, but like I would totally do it. But uh, it's, it's not cheap to go back to uni. No, uh, it's like yeah. stupidly expensive. Like it's every nine thousand pounds every year. And it seems as yeah. if they don't use a lot of that money. It's just like trying to restrict it to the rich instead of people who actually work hard on the uh, on the classes but it's just yeah. it's kind of a bit messed up but anyway so yeah um, as i mentioned about Simperion's day on 5th of march is Simperion's day and that's the day mm. that's like Saint, that? uh david's day o- only it's like in cornwall and it's, it should be like oh, okay. really special yeah that's right I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, well, congratulations, yeah. Thank you. Cornish, yeah. Uh, Because technically Cornwall is part of England, but you don't like being considered part of England. You like to be like almost like an independent area, right? Yeah. It's just a shame that some of the people there definitely feels if it remains part of England when they don't think Cornwall would sustain as a country. But then there's Luxembourg, yeah. for instance. That's a small country. That's like it's 50 Wales. miles uh, in diameter. <laughs> Even the Amazon's got the their, um, houses in there. Vatican <laughs> yeah. City as well. That's like a small. That's a city, and it just literally is like like tiny. Well, it's not tiny. It's, it's a bit. The Vatican's big, but for a city, it's small. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> Vatican City. Um, anyway, that's a good question on pointless. That's always a good answer on pointless. If you want a, like a small city or something, like a question like what's a small city? Go for a Vatican City. Everyone always forgets Vatican City. Anyway, I love my quizzes. <laughs> anyway, I got something really special there. So if you can see it, Ooh. it's Ooh, what's this? If it can swim in, bingo. Smarties, sapping orange. Have Smarties, you saw, okay. saw one of those promotions before? No, I haven't. That's interesting. If I can bring this advert up, it just gives you a pretty bare idea what it is. Uh, just two seconds. You like to bring some Oreos last week, Smarties this week. You just you love to bring the sweets into the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just got Coca Cola. That's my sugar addiction. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I got this up. So. I don't know if you can see it, but when you go look through the podcast, you'll probably like react to it. But basically, it just involves oh, yeah, so lots of smarties around and turning everything orange. It's only like twenty seconds, 
it just shows oh, okay. a sapper that makes all those weird sounds. And then it's narrated by uh, Craig Childs, I think. Oh, I, I love Craig Childs. Craig Childs is the best. In fact, he's been he voiced a lot of uh, adverts as well. Hosted the Gadget Show, amazing DJ. But also Rook, what's also... Wars. Sorry? Robot Wars. Yeah. Takeshi's Castle. He's an icon of British TV. If, you, if you're not British, you probably don't know who Craig Charles is, but if you are British, you probably you would have known him. You would have seen him and heard him in different things. Legend. Absolute legend. Yeah. I just I don't know if I can find it there, but um, I don't know, because I think there was an advert where there's literally Craig Charles in like some kind of like house and then gets hit by a boxing glove that comes out of a box. And then it goes all like hysteric as the whole house goes into a lot of shenanigans there. So I don't know. It's just like nineties. <laughs> you know your nineties adverts. You do like literally like you have like a encyclopedic knowledge of like nineties advertisements. <laughs> like yeah. oh, this is a random Sega advert from ten years from twenty years ago. Like okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So good. Um, should we get on with the uh, show? We've well, kind of gone off topic multiple times. Well, actually, <laughs> you haven't even heard of what they're supposed to sound like. So I'm just going to okay. put it above the microphone and see if, you can see if I can it. hear it. Uh, I can't hear it. You'll probably be, oh, I can hear that. It's like a squeaky, a squeaky noise. Yeah, I think it's a bit like more higher yes. pitch and slower, but. Yeah, it's not coming through the Discord, but you'll probably be able to hear it in the podcast for sure. Podcast listeners, I'm sure they're loving the loud squeaky noises just directly into their ears. Yeah. <laughs> Hence, it's got a message there saying, do not hold close to the ear. So hopefully you're not on the phone when you're like oh, well, listening to it. Hopefully people are not listening to their headphones there. <laughs> Don't hold it close to your ear. And then you just put it right next to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, this is released in like late 1993 or sometime in like 1994, and you get like 10 tokens for like about 25p or some sort. I don't know, but you can get it in the post. And I got it from Amazing. eBay. It's just got this little slip there. Like you cannot easily open it up to replace the battery, but I pull the tab and I was like, no, oh, it's not working. But then the battery's like work, yeah. still working after like 30 years. <laughs> but the cool thing is that. Uh, wow. I know you think as if I'm obsessed with one show, but that's not exactly true because no. I'm actually obsessed with the nostalgia and the toys. Like, I like following those smarties, yeah. especially the adverts, because a lot of this, there's a lot of weird adverts back in the early 90s. And it's like oh, yeah. policeman being sucked into the tube and goes into this on Wonderland. <laughs> But then I was just being yeah, obsessing yeah. with trying to find all those sugar puffs and Frosty's adverts. It's like, oh, it's those really good adverts I used to see on CC, uh, CITV. But now they don't make adverts yeah. like that anymore. Like, it used to be, the Kellogg's Frosty's, they taste great. And there's like Son of the Tiger. <laughs> and now it's just like, so oh, like look at the um, Kellogg's, where you can enjoy all those different cereals just to keep your family healthy and it just seems oh. like they're really afraid of like Boy. pushing the cereals over to like overweight people 
And I think it's just more of a case of yeah. England going into the nanny state. Because the thing is, oh, we love the shit out of Frosties. And Honey Monster, oh, yeah, Wheat Puffs, the Cocoa Pops. You'd see a lot more like weird cereals like Honey Loops and those like chocolate shells in BMN. And not in Sainsbury's because yeah. you'd definitely see a lot more porridge and muesli in it. At least in the one I visit. Though. Yeah. Yeah. What annoys me about about America, about British TV and stuff now is when you got they go like McDonald's. You can have carrots and bu- and you can get a book and it's healthy for you and it's good for you. So no, it's not. McDonald's is bad for you, but you should advertise it as such. Like go, do you want a treat? This is your night out. Have a treat and have a McDonald's. Like, you know, treat yourself. Not go. The healthy McDonald's is so healthy now. It's like we all know it's not healthy. So why are you even acting like it? Just. Own it, own it, own the fact that you're unhealthy, but you're like a treat. Just own the fact. People will respect you more for that. I hate when they try, when McDonald's is trying to act like they're healthy and stuff. It's like, what? no. That's the thing, because Get they sh- do all those burgers, they do all those <laughs> chicken nuggets, and now they just put this like yeah. whole drinks thing. Like there's cafe, there's more pastries, and they're trying to turn into a cafe. But look, 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 honestly, yeah, okay. I worked in McDonald's like, for like two years, and they literally are doing way too much. Like, there's even someone that fries in chicken, yeah. which I was there frying all this chicken, and I was like dealing with the supplies, putting on the frozen chips into it, do the salads, and you're just left doing so many things. It just stressed the heck out of me. Like, honestly, wow. the two things I remember the most after working at McDonald's as a crew member is seasonal lettuce. Get some seasonal lettuce to me. Seasonal lettuce. Waiting on chicken burgers. It's it's what definitely was... another step to my PTSD, where I'm just like facing but no windows, breathe into the air, and end up smelling like stress and all that poop there from the oil. And you know, and don't get me started on the chili bites or even the apple pies. I would rather order apple pies and chili bites instead of like having to cook them alongside yeah. the chicken. And it's like, oh gosh. What was what's that meme? I mean, it's a meme that goes like, number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> you see that one? It's just a picture of a guy standing like the lettuce from Burger King, and just says, number fifteen. Burger King foot lettuce. Is it Whopper uh, Whopper Whopper? You do not want to eat. I think so. It's just a random meme. I don't know. <laughs> it just, just takes me back. If you guys know the meme, let us know in the comments below. Uh, we're off topic again, I know. So what have we been playing? Should we, should we move on to the what we've been playing section of the podcast? Because we're going to be here all day, otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. What have we been playing? I've been playing Halo. How about you? I can't hear it. I know you're trying to push big sounds, but I can't hear I'll it. I'll stop doing it because I'm literally <laughs> becoming like is. a six-year-old child. <laughs> but anyway, it's just it's all the out of the way. Anyway, so yeah, you've been playing Halo. So do I. Yeah, we've been we played the new modes, the new playlist, season three. I mean, we're going to talk all about season three later on in the show. So I don't know if we want to really go into too much detail. Yes. Uh, should we just maybe go to the news now and then speak more about Halo Infinite when we get to the topic? Or 
I've been enjoying it so far. Now, thank you so much for listening to us. For this could potentially be what have we been being playing at the shortest time possible. So, if you anyone at the Guinness World Records has been hearing, please give us a award, please. The shortest what we've been playing ever. I mean, I could say tell you that I've been playing Pokemon uh, Shining Diamond, uh, Brilliant Diamond, or uh, what's it called, Vampire Survivors, but we won't. We will just move on to the news. <laughs> yes. So, so congratulations. Oh, but, 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 but I would say we just speed run an entire thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, we got we got an extra section. We got an extra segment this week. We got basically two topics of the show because before the show started, we had massive breaking news from Xbox. You should see in the title and the thumbnail the fact that uh, we were lit. Had we had a whole set, we had the um, topic of the show set up. It was going to be Halo Infinite season three. And we we're going to talk loads about Halo Infinite season three. And I was about to start the podcast, and then Xbox goes, "Here's the direct for here's a trailer for Starfield, and here's the release date, and here's the direct date." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. I guess we're going to change our topic of the show now." So we basically we got two topics of the show essentially this it's week. A, it's a um, double pack. <laughs> double pack. You got double the amazing stories so we're going to quickly go through the news we got about how many news stories we got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten about ten news stories to get through so we'll quickly get through those uh i see so the first news story is the xbox series s toaster um i saw i think i saw memes of this online so this is is this a meme new feet new meme format or is this actually a thing i think it's actually a thing actually it's just unofficial by uh microsoft which, if I can bring the thing on the internet, because it is... It. Oh, it's already been talked about, so... Uh, oh. Just imagine having a kitchen, and you've got the Xbox fridge, and then you've got the X, you've got the Series X toaster right next to it. That'd be just perfect, wouldn't it? <laughs> all your, all oh. your cooking needs. So if I switch to WebView, yeah, you, it's very tiny, but, but this here, if I can, like... Bring it over. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, so basically, it's a functional toaster that's like rectangular, cute, box like, and it has all those box standard features you expect on the normal toaster from Argos. And it's shaped like yeah. a Xbox Series S. So, nothing exciting I there. I'll buy it. I'll go <laughs> get the fridge, get the toaster, I have both. <laughs> just to have a have a kitchen full of consoles that like the like cook things. <laughs> yes, uh, it's really shocking on how much you saw see all this Xbox merchandise around, like BMM, the range. You can get Xbox shaped lights too. So it's like, yeah, oh well, what kind of uh, world we're living in right now? Because it's not like you see a lot of Mega Drive merchandise in the early nineties. As on this, like ten years ago, you visit the game, and then you see the occasional Mega Drive keyring. I think I still have it somewhere. Yeah. Probably on my keyrings, but yeah, we love, we love it. I, I love it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love, I love all the Xbox merch. I've got loads of Xbox merch: Xbox socks, Xbox underwear, Xbox <laughs> Xbox <Mercs>. underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does I have X in the word they are uh, groin parties? <laughs> no, if you're joking, look. <laughs> oh. Polly the best on the green screen. 
<laughs> I wonder how long before someone ends up making a short outfit. <laughs> Xbox boxes. Wee, it's another pair. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> oh, and I got an Xbox ball. Xbox ball. Yeah. <laughs> I got Xbox. I got loads of Xbox stuff. I. I certainly like got a few things like there's Frosty's <laughs> bowl, there's well I got two Frosty bowls, I got Keka Pops, and I certainly got the Sugar Puffs mug. So Ooh. actually, if you give me two seconds. Yeah, so what I got here is a one mug that is one ninety nine one. So this one. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I got Everyone's two of there. these actually. Because I found one on eBay and I can get for on the cheap, like five quid or ten quid. And I saw another one that oh, just comes wow. out for cheap. Then when I got them, it's just like they're in the polystyrene eggs. That's like you I they you don't get them anymore because they've got some like yeah. hazardous chemicals in. But they're literally in polystyrene <laughs> eggshells. So it's like, whoa, it's like it's got dinosaurs. <laughs> Careful, jeez. Uh, yeah, I, I had, I had a Donkey Kong barrel mug, and it literally broke this weekend, and I, I was like uh, very upset. It fell, dropped it down the stairs. Mm, but it looks like so the barrel for Donkey Kong, and it has DK written on the side of it, and it's like, oh, it's my favorite mug. I need to buy a new mug. Any suggestions for mugs? Let me know in the comment below. I want to buy a new mug. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna get look, an Xbox mug because we got Xbox and everything else. Look for these. Did you just say this is toxic and can kill me? No, not it's sure just what I was it's not that bad. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not that those, bad. It's a little bit toxic. It's those chemicals that goes into the ozone layer, so it's not like bad to breathe in. It's just like it's not <laughs> just bad for the environment. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, bad for me, but bad for everyone else. Yeah. Anyway, I got the Frosties mug. Galogs Frosties are great. They're great. Come on, webcam. <laughs> w. They're great. Yeah, it's probably a bit slow at the I, moment. But yeah, we just I usually click my fingers next to it. And I usually change yeah. yeah, there you go. Somehow that somehow me clicking my fingers on my webcam changed your blurriness on your webcam. How that happened. Yeah. That don't make no sense. <laughs> also bought a bunch of things so you can get Plus. packets. And one of my favorites, which I still have them on the moment, is those cool Ooh, neon wow, trainer dude. tags. So anyway, I, I think know. we just went so off topic that we just somehow Went into the sun. So yeah, South Park shot glass. There we go. Oh, now I'm dead. <laughs> shots, 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 shots. I wonder oh, what the PSP trust guys would get to say about this right now. It's like, oh, oh now we just realised Lewis is actually wearing boxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing Xbox boxes at the moment. They're 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 just on. They're just yeah. I'm saving them for a special occasion. <laughs> oh, like uh, E3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, I find this is right, the, the right woman who who appreciates my Xbox nerdiness. One day I'll find that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. So, yeah, Xbox Toaster. Um, 
we Xbox merchandise is getting out of your hand. I'm totally down for it though. I love me some I love me some random merchandise. And if you guys have any suggestion for mugs I should buy, let me know in the comments below. Um I'm thinking I might buy a Minecraft mug. I'm not sure. Like, I see ones that look like the TNT from Minecraft, and I might have that as a mug. That might be a fun mug to buy. Or like a creeper head. Well, just be careful that certain mugs uh, you've got the, some bits that are being easily wiped off in the dishwasher. Like I've got the one that has a pixelated oh. heart. When I went to the Birmingham University, it got washed off, yeah. and it's no longer like uh. so good. Then I got a Pac-Man mug. It's like where all those dots light up, and right. I removed it because it's too damaged and it's been in two dishwashers away a bit too much. But I still have certain mugs. I also got like a mug. Which is the cat from mm. the, I think it's the Kiki's Delivery Service. All oh, right, okay. I got the one with the paint of transcoders as well. So there's plenty of mugs for you to check out. Just make sure the quality is like really good. So, yeah. But if you've got for any sure. suggestions for potatoes new mugs, let us know in the comments. So random, I know. <laughs> uh, Capcom Spotlight just happened, or is happening in tomorrow, is it, apparently? Yes. Resident Evil 4, probably, right? I don't really know anything about this. By the time this comes out, um, the podcast episode, it should be on, so we don't know what's on it. But it's quite likely we may actually see more of, like, Resident Evil 4 remake and a few other Capcom products, such as Street Fighter Six. so... I think it's definitely going on, but I think I'm just gonna see if there's. I'm gonna see if there's a Capcom uh, direct. So yeah, so oh. it's, so Capcom. Obviously, we got Street Fighter Six coming out this year, and we got Resident Evil Four coming out this year. So Capcom are killing it at the moment. Mm. Uh, two of our highest draft picks in the uh, the draft that we got. <laughs> Yeah, so according to the website, we should be expecting Resident Evil 4 Remake, along with Exo Primal, which is on the thing there. Mm. And it also mentions Ghost Trick, Phantom Direct Detective, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy mm. Collection, and possibly an expansion to the Hunter Monster Hunter Y. So that's pretty much there. Ooh. That should be a fun watch. I mean, you guys already know what's happened. If anything ha amazing happened, that's you know, sorry, we're not really up to date with that, so apologize. But yeah, we can't time travel, unfortunately. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive is out on Game Pass, and so Civ Six apparently. Uh, I've just downloaded Guilty Gear Strive. I think that's supposed to be a really good fighting game, but I've not played it yet. Yeah, it is. I literally downloaded it just before the podcast started. And also, it's like a nice animation style to it. It's yes, like, like like nice art. It's like uh, what was it? It's not like it's not like three D models. It's like it looks like hand drawn stuff almost. It looks really good. I definitely have to try it. Yeah. Sure. So, so base. We also got like Civilization Six, which is also out on Game Pass shortly. But it's also one of like yeah. six titles that is coming out to Game Pass. So therefore, um, if you haven't tried out Six Civilization Six, it's like you should wait for it to come to. Game Pass because it's pretty detective. Uh, yeah. However, I got it's on the very addictive. <laughs> yeah, I got on the Switch and it's like, all right, I was thinking of getting an Xbox, and I thought, nah, probably not, because it's been on yeah. sale for like a few times at five pounds. 
I know you can get on the Game Pass, so it'll be quite good. That's all the good stuff so far. I think there's some others that I didn't get all the information for it, but it looks good from what I look at it. But it's also could pot- potentially be the the biggest disappointment out of all of those games leaving the Game Pass. Yeah, well, yeah, we got yeah, we got games leaving Game Pass, so we got uh, we Undertale, got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Ghostsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Undertale's leaving the surface, and it's definitely one of your best games ever. It's in my top ten games of all time. Undertale, I love Undertale. It's a fantastic game. People, it's get a bad reputation because the fan base kind of can be a bit toxic at times, but. If you've never played Undertale, it is such a worthwhile game playing. It is so much fun. Uh, it's a really well written masterpiece, and it makes me, it motivates me because it's made by one guy, made by Toby Fox. Yeah, the Toby Fox. Make a game that good. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's been working on like Data yeah. Rune, uh, which he's hoping to have a fully fledged series with more pay for episodes. And he's yeah. recently been working on music for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, including the Area Zero theme. Yep. So, so very talented, and you should check it out if you haven't tried it. Also, it's got a very easy achievement list too. So I'm hoping to get this done before it yeah, leaves the surface. A, yeah, I've got a, I've got a thousand game score, and I've got the max game score. It is very doable. You could do it in one run. If you if you follow a guide, you can do it all in one run. You don't need to do multiple runs to get all the achievements on it. I mean, the the main appeal of Undertale is the fact that you can do it as a pacifist by not killing anything, or you can go genocide to kill everything, and then the game like go, like treats you like the monster that you are. Uh, it's really clever. It's really well written. The characters are funny. Uh, I just really the music's amazing in it. As you were talking about the music. Uh, the gameplay is great. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I love Undertale. Yeah, uh, I don't think Deltarune get... has hit the, the same levels, unfortunately, yeah. but it's still Undertale's fantastic. Um, the yeah, music hasn't well it hasn't it, really yeah. aged uh, badly though. It's aged very well, oh, and amazing. the music is still good to listen to. But I think the next com- uh, success is Pizza Town because the Pizza Time music where it plays every time you it's hit the. Cool. Long John, and then coming back to the entrance, that has been viewed like 2.6 million views ever since it came out wow. in like late January. So we definitely get getting... Pizza Time, but you you keep... sorry, you keep recommending Pizza Time to me. I've not played it, so I'll definitely have to try it out. Or something it's called Pizza Tower. I haven't got it yet, but Tower. it's currently out on Steam. But like Undertale, is actually made know. in Game Maker, so it could be arriving on oh, that wow. platform soon. Who knows? Anyway, those are the games that are leaving Game Pass. And I just found out that I didn't realise it had such a toxic fandom because I only like know the game. I know that people have been mad. Yeah, people have been mad about it. But then again, there's toxic fandoms for like uh, yeah. My Hero Academia and there's even toxic fandom for Ruby as well. So these things are popping up. And I think a part yeah, exactly. of it is just like... Uh, it's just now people are just like making a huge fuss and trying to put their personal things into it. And I think part of it is just also yeah. like they they somehow like try to demonize everyone who criticizes against it. And I think it's gotten worse. But I don't know, maybe it's their yeah. reputation, these fandoms are getting a bit worse and getting more toxic. So 
I don't know. It's like it's like everything. Undertale is so popular that people start to hate it because it's popular. That's pretty much what it is. It's like it's because it's so like well like well received. Everyone's like, oh, it's not that good. Uh. And then it's like there's like they got multiple fandoms now, so they've got like Undertale, and then they got like the dark version of Undertale, and then they got the like people making their own like comic books and characters and stuff based on the characters of Undertale. It's it's a it's a massive fandom. There's like if you ever watch like you know like the, the, some people do YouTube videos of like icebergs where like they tell you like where it's like the darker stuff happens. Basically, like it's like it tells you all the inside stuff. Just watch one of those about Undertale. There's so much stuff, interesting stuff about it. Um, I would re- highly recommend playing it, even if you're not an RPG person. It's very similar to like Pokemon, but it's like a bullet hell gameplay. Yes, to it. bullet hell uh, gameplay. That's really a good, good. That's a good one because it's it's a pretty much a adventure RPG game, and it's subverted into the bullet yeah. hell uh, gameplay. And you had to really be good yeah. at it in order to go through the rest of the story. Like, there's a few boss battles which I took a few attempts to do, so it's just not always easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh, the spider boss, that took me absolutely ages to beat her. Uh, what's it? Uh, Muffet, I think her name is. Like, as mm. Ms. Muffet, Muffet. Uh, the sp- yeah, the spider boss. Oh, so hard, so difficult. <laughs> it took me ages to beat that one. Uh, but such a good game. Yeah. Definitely, I never, I never did the the genocide run because you got to kill everything, and it's like really grim and dark, and I just couldn't, I just didn't do do it. Apparently, it's really difficult. So, yeah, I have never got around to doing the genocide run. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's Undertale. Play it while it's still on Game Pass. And if you, if you, if you miss it, buy it because it's a good game. It's worth playing and worth buying. It's worth the like ten, twenty quid is worth. I also recommend it too. So, how long does it take to beat the whole thing? Well, it took me like it didn't take me long to get all the achievements. It took me like two, three days. If mm. I know what I'm doing, I've been, I've already beat it before. I mean, I have a whole playthrough up on my Potato Pro Wrestling channel. If you want to watch me play start, uh, play Undertale, I was my first playthrough as on my uh, my Potato Pro Wrestling channel. So, if you want to go check out Undertale, that's on there. I might probably share uh, yeah. a link. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's old though, so obviously it might, it might if it, you know, I'm, yeah, it's a, it's one of my older series. I did it about five six years ago. So yeah. Mm. Anyway, should we move on to the next news article? Ghostwire yes. Tokyo. Uh, we know this is coming. I'm still waiting for a release date. Have they they, they haven't officially announced it? Have they? No, they just confirmed they could be coming out in March. And it's made by the same yeah. guys behind Hi-Fi Rush. It was once a PlayStation yeah. exclusive, but it's now being confirmed to be a wider than Xbox as well. So, so therefore, yeah. it's definitely something to look forward to for like Hi-Fi Rush. So the yeah. question is, I mean, uh, is this considered to be a shadow drop as well? Not really. I mean, but also. If you if you know like uh, Deathloop last year, we had the same thing. Deathloop was a year had a year exclusivity on PlayStation, and then it, the second the exclusivity finished, it was like the next day or like two days later, uh, Deathloop came to Xbox. So I'm imagining it's going to be the same thing. It's just the year exclusivity of Ghostwire Tokyo is finished. It'll probably come straight to Xbox like the next day. I imagine. Um, I think it's supposed to be fairly good. Uh, it's like. I think it's like 70, 80 Metacritic. It's supposed to be like, you know, 
some people love it, some people hate it. It's like open world, ghost, Tokyo, magic. I mean, it's on Game Pass. Why not play it? I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, I, I look, I'm really looking forward to playing it. I have a PS5. I could have bought it on PS5, but I've been waiting for it to come to Game Pass. So I'm Good excited. Idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Then that's the last of the exclusive play, the exclusive Bethesda games that are on PlayStation. So now everything from Bethesda oh, from coming onwards will be on Xbox. Yay! Thank God. Venice. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> anyway, if we're playing, I think it looks good. Yeah. For spoken dev shut down by Square Enix after one month after launch. Yeah. Hi Fi Rush completely destroyed for spoken, didn't it? Let's just be fair. Also, <laughs> it's been memed to death. Like, it's been said that, I mean, honestly, I look through the scenes, and to be honest, it's it's just a big, basically a generic uh, adventure game that, like, it's got all of the medieval stuff, and is there isn't a lot of. Uh, memorable things the only difference is that you've got a new yorker who came in and just spoke some of like the cringiest dialogue ever and it's like yeah it looks bad it looks really bad i I haven't played it but it it does look really bad (laughs) i'm like apparently there's people finding like uh, copies of it in landfills really just like like yeah apparently people found them in landfills like like 20, 30 different uh, the special edition in the cases and everything. Are you sure they're not Funko Pops? <laughs> no. <laughs> Funko Pops. Never think. Assassin's Creed Funko Pop. I'm oh. not really attracted to Funko Pops. Is that Obi Wan Kenobi? No, it's um, Assassin's Creed from oh. the movie, I think. I got it in a I got it in a mystery box, you know. You like have you ever had a mystery box or just yes. a load of random crap? Yeah, got out a mystery box. I don't really like Funko Pops, but that's the only one I own. <laughs> I think they may have found I it mean, in the landfill, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that was from landfill. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, don't, don't buy the if you have a PlayStation. It's a bit of a shame basically. anyway, because the developer behind it has worked on like Final Fantasy fifteen. I think, and it did yeah. some like really unique gameplay where it combines RPG with some impressive attacks, and you can definitely you yeah. find a lot of them in like Forspoken. It's just such a shame that for their first non-Final Fantasy IP, it's just like they didn't get the themes right, they didn't get the dialogue right, no. and it's just it's going to age so badly that it's probably be like forgotten. So. It's such a shame, really. Yeah. Also, um, I, I just think that this is another one of a purges from Square Enix because they're already getting rid of franchises left and right. Like, they got rid of life, ash, life yeah. service titles, they got rid of games and developers, and now they just got rid of a yeah. forespoken developer, which is not very good. So it just makes me think, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention as well, like the fact that they got rid of Hitman and they got rid- they got rid of Tomb Raider and they got rid of Deus Ex. Like they've sold all their Western developers and stuff. To uh, like, why would you do that? Like, they basically they got rid of Tomb Raider and Deus Ex to make this forspoken game, and it is crap. So I was like, well, that was a- why did you do that? And like, they're doing NFTs and all sorts of stuff. I don't know. What Square Enix well, you mentioned that the NFTs is that the CEO has been like. Uh, kicked off so 
I think if there's yeah. any bits of it, but I can definitely see that the CIA who's been left uh, Square Enix and they're obsessed with NFTs. But it's interesting you mentioned about Tomb Raider yeah. because apparently there's a Tomb Raider game coming out and I think it's coming out for the mobile. So I don't know what's happening, but but it's definitely happening anyway. So I don't know if it's by Square or not. So I think it's by Amazon. I think Amazon owns it technically. Oh, I think. yeah, it's Square Enix. I think it's pretty Amazon, much in the yeah. dumps. Really sucks. Does it? Yeah. Uh, if so, if so, if you want to buy Square Enix, go right ahead. I don't care. I don't. I wouldn't <laughs> Square Enix. I'm sorry. I mean, that's the rumor that everyone keeps saying that they think Sony's going to buy Square Enix. So fine, that's fine with me. I don't care. There's nothing I would miss. But I, then, honestly, I'm not. I'm not that bothered. <laughs> but then Microsoft will be arguing to say you can't buy this because otherwise you won't be able to get uh, Tomb Raider on Xbox. Remember they did the Xbox exclusivity yeah. there. They were like, "Oh, oh no, true. you can't go through this deal because Tomb Raider's not going to be on every console." If you thought that's ridiculous, check out the Microsoft Activision deal. That's what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like the Microsoft Activision deal is all over again. It's just like, we're not going to ever get Final Fantasy on Xbox ever again. Uh, that's So like that's jeopardizing our JRPG section. So uh, you can't do that. That's, that's bad, bad, bad Sony. So next up, Dragon Ball Budokai Tenchi 4 has been announced. I know a lot of people are really excited for this. I have no idea what, why. Is it supposed to be good? I've never played the, uh, ten, the Budokai Tenchi uh, game. I know about those line of games where uh, in the PlayStation 2 era, there was a Dragon Ball C uh, 3D action game, which is like, I think it's Dragon Ball Budokai, which is also given a different yeah. name in Japan. And it's a line of like beaten up games that uses Dragon Ball C techniques. And there's a line on them that came out on the PlayStation 2. Now there's a Bukotai Ten Tenkaichi, which is basically a like more of a different perspective. And it goes into more virtual on okay. type of things. Where you just instead of a side perspective, it's like more of a uh, third person perspective almost. So it's a bit like Naruto uh, okay. uh, Ultimate Ninja Store. Uh where it's just I used like to love those games. yeah those sort of things and it came out for not just playstation 2 but also the wii as well so it just leads to budokai takaichi 3 as the most popular even though it's like a mm, bit of a niche but it's named like dragon yeah. ball shining in japan so interesting mm. then it just went on to different games like there's uh, I think it was Burst Limit on the Xbox 360, which is like a re remake remake of the Dragon Ball Z Bukakai, and then it's followed by yeah. Raging Blast games as well. So it's pretty much like one of the mill stuff. But <sighs> Dragon Ball Bukakai Tenkaichi Three is pretty a popular popular game of the as a cult classic, and now to see the fourth uh, edition coming out. I think this is really interesting because it brings that classic gameplay back only with some new stuff that comes from the recent Dragon Ball entries. So therefore, it's just going to be quite interesting to see. But right now, we just got like Dragon Ball uh, Fighter C, which recently left Game Pass, but it is a very impressive game and you should check it out. Definitely. I've got it on my... Uh, I've, got, I've got... Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not massive into Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I hit the score was really good. Uh, Rudakai Tenshi 4 sounds interesting. I definitely have to look into it when it comes out for sure. Um, you said that you don't know much about Dragon Ball, do you? Not really. I, mean, I know Nappa. I know Nappa, and that's about Nappa. it. Really. <laughs> Nappa. 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 I, I can know, like, Nappa. The, I know uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Uh, and then I obviously know, obviously know Goku and uh, Vegeta, and that's about it, really. I don't really yeah. know much about the, you know, Dragon Ball I, Z. I know that, like, I can go on. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need on YouTube. That's it. But don't forget to support the official release, yeah. too, because Team Forza yeah. is really takes it a bit seriously, though, about it. But anyway, yeah. I know. So you know you're going to go in the franchise you don't know so much to what you definitely know, and that is WWE 2023, which is coming soon. Has recently got their season pass, which will feature 24 wrestlers over, including Bray Wyatt and the Gallows. In fact, it brings a lot of the characters from different wrestling franchises like The Next Generation and also the other bits as well. So what are your thoughts on it? Uh, a bit annoying that Bray Wyatt started the base game because Bray Wyatt is one of the biggest wrestlers in the world I agree. at the moment, and he's, he's and the fact he's an additional character is a bit a bit lame. Luke Gallows, I mean, we 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 we're going to get uh, his tag team partner Anderson as well, Carl Anderson. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't like I don't like it when they announce season passes for games that are not out yet. It's like, why don't you just release it with the game? Like, you know what I mean? I don't like that. Uh, I'm gonna be buying season. I'm gonna be buying WWE 2K23 because I buy them every year. Uh, because I, I'm a massive wrestling fan. Hence why I have my own wrestling channel, Potato Pro Wrestling. If you want to hear my views on WWE and uh, WrestleMania is coming up, I got a load of videos about WrestleMania. If you want to, if you want to hear about that on my channel. Uh, well, and, but yeah, WWE 2K22 was really good. Yeah, was I was gonna ask. Form, so I'm hoping 23 is. I'm hoping 23 is gonna be good as well. I was. One of the better wrestling games for the last five, six years, for sure. Like, like 2021 or 2020 was awful. I can't remember which one it was now. Yeah. The one before the last one was awful. The latest one was great, though. That's really good to hear, and it makes it very promising for, like, WWE uh, 2023. So, fingers crossed. But uh, it also comes with a, some a lot of customization options because you use one of the previous games to make... Yeah. A PCCW, so but you're not yeah. looking to bring that back now, do you? No, I need. Well, I haven't got recording equipment for my uh, Xbox, and uh, mm. it takes it's a lot of effort. Basically, I had a yeah. There's a series on my channel called PCCW, which is Potato Potato Chief Pro uh, Potato Chief Championship Wrestling, which is basically I came up with storylines and stuff using WWE 2K. It, it basically it take me hours and hours and hours to make videos, and then literally only twenty people would watch it. So it's like mm, maybe mm. not. I can it, say that it's a fun it's a fun series, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and effort yes. for getting any return. Unfortunately, if you if you if you like random wrestling stuff, yeah, I uh, would say I had like um, funny story lines of it. The best part of it is to the Flyweight Championship because you have all those colonels fighting each other. And then you have Ronald Makamura. So that's yeah. my favorite part of this whole thing. And I just love to see <laughs> more Nakamura. of it. But then again, it's just like, uh, it's a bit of a burnout, isn't it? 
It takes a lot. It takes a lot of it. It takes a lot of time to make all the characters, and then it takes a lot of time to make the arenas, and then they're not going to record it. They're going to edit it, and they're going to you know. It you was know, fun, but it was such a lot of work. I've so been mentioning work. all this chicken there, and I can hear your uh, stomach rumbling. Oh, that's my dog. <laughs> She's making noises. <laughs> that's not me. That's the dog. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That, yeah, that's her. Stop moaning. <laughs> okay. Um, final news story before we get onto the breaking news and to the big news of the of the episode. Redfall has crossplay, which I kind of gathered. I, I gathered that right, and mm. that was kind of obvious. So, Red, we're going to be playing Redfall. That's a big game for the first half of the year now. Because I mean, spoilers. September is when we're going to be getting Starfield now, so it's going to be a while till we. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a gap, so we're going to be playing this and and uh, Minecraft Legends for the first half of the year. Yeah, which I'm excited for. Right? I'm excited for both these games. Crossplay should be fun. Do you have any PC friends that you want to play uh, Redfall with? And when I say PC, I do mean politically correct. I mean people who play uh, <laughs> personal computers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's just uh, you did mention that you can play between like Steam, Xbox, Epic Games, as well as Game Pass, and I think this is actually yeah, pretty good. Sure. So, the only thing is, awesome. it's like it's not going to be available on every platform. But do we really need to mention it? What if it comes over to Ubisoft, yeah. uh, UPlay Store? That would be bad, isn't it? Oh no, <laughs> Epic Epic Game Store. Yeah, it's got a lot in it. Uh, the video. I don't know. I mean, what we call is that if you could like, if we could, you could be sat with your friend. You could one of you could be streaming on the cloud, like on an iPad or something, and you could be sat next to each other playing it. That could be quite a cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I, I'm to or, 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 or on a Steam Deck or a, or a laptop or whatever. I'm I'm excited to play Redfall. It looks really fun. I really enjoyed Deathloop, and I really enjoyed Prey and Dishonored. And it's made by Arcane, so it looks really fun. Um, everything I've seen of it looks great. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I don't know about you. Are you looking forward to it? Uh, it should be all right. Haven't been thinking a lot about it because I almost played no games this week, and I've been busy like writing oh, and reading. But at the same time, okay. it's just like played a bit of Halo Infinite. So maybe I try different games, but it's just going to be like small nibbles. So I don't know if I would get around to Redfall. If I do, then I would definitely check it out. So, yeah. So, should we move on to breaking news? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just like breaking. Breaking news. Yeah. So that. Yeah, that's right. Because it's a good job we just somehow like slacked around for the podcast because. With, there's a Logitech announcement trailer which just came out and it just gives me the opportunity to yep. watch it on a very podcast. So if everything's all set up, so, like, yep, cool, looks good. We're about to start the podcast and then Xbox just drops this this trailer literally just before we're about to start recording. We're like, oh my God, <laughs> stop everything, stop the presses, breaking news. This is the most breaking news we've ever had. Like, This is like, this is like, literally when we were about to start recording this dropped so it was amazing uh let's watch it together i tell me what count me down and i'll push play at the same time as you and then we'll watch it together yeah yeah so, so three, let me know when you're ready yeah 
Ready? Three, two, yep. one. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, space. Ooh. So, okay. Bethesda Game Studios. Yeah. Oh, you're slightly ahead of me somehow. <laughs> yeah, how weird. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. It would be interesting if we explore the moons as well as a planet, so that's quite cool. Definitely. Ooh. Oh, this looks so cool. This looks so good. Oh, it's got dungeons, so that's great. Ooh. The ring. Uh, kind of like um, Mass Effects. You have the Mass Effect relays and the, the big rings you can teleport between each other. Yes. That's cool, though. So Ooh. it's coming out at 6th of September 2023. 2023. Mind you, this is a launch date that's set in American text. So, but yeah, it's definitely coming American. out on uh, September and not in June. So. I got my hopes up thinking it was in June when I first watched the trailer. I was like, is it June? Or because <laughs> I was like, is it is it June? No, it's September. God's Howard. We're yeah. not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> looks so good. Oh, I can see some like actual gameplay. That does look like No dogs, no! <laughs> she decided to knock the microphone when I'm recording. No, there's no. Right. Just hold her by the collar. Start yeah, to wet, June. Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice room there. But yeah, it's that's a bit like four days after my birthday. Yeah, that's cool. So they're not going to be show- they're not going to be E three, I guess. No, just Starfield Duet. That's all you need. Someone's yeah. not been on a lot of service day. That's a bit of a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to it. Oh, it's got animals. Ooh. Ooh space. That's September sixth. I'm excited. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's really good because there's already like showing some gameplay there, and it's just like really good. Like there's there's some action involved. There's guns, and it feels like a sci-fi version of like Fallout. But I think I can definitely see some of the Skyrim stuff as well. So. I'm going to say, yeah, this is probably going to turn out really good. So should be really interesting I can't to watch. Wait. But I've, we're already I'm, seeing that this as the potential game of the year. For sure. I'm, I'm very excited. This and, this and Tears of the Kingdom are like the two big games I think are going to be game, uh, game of the year contenders for sure. This looks so good. I'm, I'm really hoping it's not going to be buggy. Um, yeah, I... I Please don't be buggy. Dog shush. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> oh, she does it every time. It's so annoying. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be such a... Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a really good game. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I really want to... I just can't wait for it now. I'm just the, the, We finally got a release date. I was hoping it'd be June. It would be coming out, but it was June we're getting the direct. So I'm like, okay. 
So, so still a while off. Still a while off. September's too long now. I mean, I suppose it gives me time to beat Tears of the Kingdom, I suppose. And it gives me time to play stuff. Uh, Redfall as well. So, I can say that there's more uh, stuff going on. There's more of a development time towards Starfield. And I think this is definitely going to be really fantastic. So, I would say, oh, yeah. yeah. I suppose it's for the best. It's for the best, isn't it? If you're going to delay it, you at least get, make it uh, pretty distracted. She's really, the doctor's really distracting me. She's, knocking, she's like knocking over the microphone and stuff. It's so annoying. Um, yeah. But yeah, it should be really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. What do you expect to see in the direct? I guess uh, I guess is the big question. We kind of we've seen a lot of this stuff already, uh, but they said they got lots to show us. So I don't know. What do you think? Three things: uh, the expanse of the world generation. I think it's going to be very close to Lee, where you have all those planets randomly. Well, well, it's just pretty much generated based on the algorithm. So I think that's going to be good. Yeah. There's also likely to be some interesting gameplay features like maybe you have robot companions or things that makes it different from the fallout and there's also like survival and crafting mechanics because i think you'll be expected to explore planets with a lack of atmosphere so therefore i think it's just like you're just going with lots of different parameters where you just figure out how you can survive like in Grounded, you just don't know what to do unless you know how to collect the dues for your water or how you just hunt yeah. specific kinds of animals to get some meat, those sort of things. That's true. So I think that Grounded like, is one of the best games that teaches you survival as well. So I think Starfield yeah. allows for that extra complexity where each planet you visit, you figure out how you can survive on across those lands. I think it's yeah. quite likely you visit a planet, you find a dungeon, and then you visit it. I think, yeah, I don't think it's going to... Uh, like, like um, No Man's Sky is really the, the similar kind of style, but I think this is going to be more like a JRPG, not JRPG, a Western RPG like Skyrim or uh, Fallout, like you said. I mean, the, I think it will have survival mechanics, but I think the majority... But I think... It's mainly going to be focused on the RPG storytelling stuff than the survival mechanics, I think. And that's going to be like secondary. I'm still looking forward to it, though. I think it's going to be a really interesting game, for yes. sure. Um, and they said that they had fuel and stuff for the vehicles at the beginning, and they got rid of it because they thought it was too tedious. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking if there's, any, there's not going to be anything really... Like collecting water, I think they're not going to bother with that. Yeah. Like you said about collecting do. I don't think they're going to do that. I think uh, it's going to be mainly uh, just basically like Skyrim in space, which I'm totally down for. Let's do that. I, mean, I just wanted to say... I just think they would introduce some, like, changes of gameplay mechanics. Like, if there's no life, you can, like, grow your own, making clones of yourself. Like, you saw that thing called Rimmer World, where Rimmer just gets sent over to a planet and he terraformed it by... Uh, having claims in himself. So, yeah. So I think... I didn't the, see that. Yeah, it's just like really weird. Man. Yeah, it's like... Um, they already said you could build your own buildings and stuff, so that's going to be cool. Like, so you have your own... your own space station, and your own, like, houses on different planets and stuff. 
I mean, that'd be really cool. Um, mm. uh, I'm really looking forward to having my, like being able to just explore my own planet, have my own planet to myself, and just just do whatever I want. What are you doing, dog? Sit down. <laughs> She's really distracted. You just saw her briefly in the corner. You just lay down. I'm recording. Lay down. Sit down. <laughs> Usually, just sleeps all day, and then she waits for me to start recording, and that's when she decides she wants to get up and start talk and start like messing about. Maybe she's just waiting okay, for anyway. you to say, "Sit down." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Starfield Direct big news the hit today. Uh, we got the direct coming on June eleventh. We got the release date coming September sixth. Uh, don't think there's anything else coming in September, so that kind of yeah, I guess that makes sense. Just more time um, for me to catch up with everything, so that's what it matters. Yeah, I would have. I, I was hoping it'd all come out first half of the year, like they said. So it looks like basically that when they said they were going to release in the first half of the year, they're spreading it over a whole year now. This is a bit disappointing, but there you go. Yeah. So we got we had we had Hi-Fi Rush, and then next is Minecraft Legends, then Redfall, then probably Starfield, and then Christmas time is going to be Forza probably. So they're spreading out the release. Unfortunately, the the five games that they said they were going to come out this year, at the beginning of the year, is going to be all going to get all year. I think I don't think we're going to get anything else this year. By the looks of things, unfortunately, maybe we might get Hellblade. Maybe we might get Avowed, but I'm I'm, I'm doubting it even more now. Oh, go, no, oh. sit down. <laughs> She literally couldn't. She literally put her head right where the microphone is, like the worst possible spot she could put it. Stop now. I think she'll anyway, be probably saying like, uh, "Let me do it for you." <laughs> Didn't anyway, I do it uh, for you? <laughs> this is a Starfield. Yeah, really looking forward to it. That's like the big news for the week. I can't think of anything else to say about it. Anything else you wanted to discuss about Starfield? I mean, Todd Howard looked like he was there doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the game not, in the background. Not a lot of March. Just a, a release date announcement and saying we'll get to find out more in June. So I think this is definitely a huge topic. So hopefully, once we get into it, we can like discuss a lot more, and we could dedicate the whole yeah. episode to it. But but if anyone's oh, sure. got anything to say about it, then let us know in the comments below. So. Yeah, and now it's time for our topic of the show. Topic of the show. Halo Infinite Echoes Within has been released. We finally got season three of Halo. Thank God, it's so good. And it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I really like this season. I think it's really rad. We got like new maps. We got uh, new playlists, uh, all sorts. So yeah, I like the new, we got two new armor cores. Uh, have you done the story pack? Like you, you've got a hundred tier game pass, a hundred tier battle pass. Sorry, then you got a ten tier story pass. Yes, and I've done the story pass already. I've already done that in one night. Uh, so I got all ten items from the story pass. Which is really I got cool. it too. Like there's supposed to be extra cinematic after that. So do you have to like visit yeah. the page again and then view the cutscene? I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, up on YouTube anyway, if you cannot find it on the game, but I'll be looking for it tonight. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a lot to unpack here. There's now Not lots of sure. different variety of content. 
and they even introduced a new weapon and a new, uh, I think it was the armor ability, which is a shroud yeah. of some sort. But yeah, there's yes. so much of it that we now get to explore and review each category. So you ready for it? Yeah, let's go. So the story, so the story of this game follows after season two. Winter update does not have any story. Gives you another chance to collect seasons one and two, and gives you like uh, missing reach content as well. So it should be really interesting. But uh, yeah, but what's happening is that AI Icarus is trying to attempt to get into the mind of the soldier there, and it's like tries to yeah. get through out of it. And then he discovers there's some, like, some harsh truths and gives it the hopeless thing that turns out that Spartans have lost. But it also reveals the drones after yeah. many years, and it's just really exciting. And the cutscene cinematic is pre-rendered, but it's also very interesting. Yeah, for sure. It was a, weird, it was a very odd one, but it was, it was interesting. I don't really know what was going on, really. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got, like, an artifact of uh, the banished AI is in his brain, and he's just messing with him, basically. And that's, like, the whole cinematic, really. Uh, then there's another cinematic that, if you were to complete the narrative event Mindful, which is, I believe, is a 10-item pass, you get to have a cinematic yeah. where your player character steps in and discover that this guy, so oh, yeah, he said his AI is going out of control, and manages to get a chip out of him. Now, this is empty, but he think, reckons there's some more going on and reckons that there's more to what is happening. But then, wow. someone threw a grenade at the live fire map, exposed the door down to the tunnels, and it reveals that only one yeah. symbol that's white on the door, grey, and it just hints at the next type of narrative event, which could lead to more things. Uh. Okay, yeah, I saw that bit. I saw that bit. I was interested. I didn't really get what was going on. To be honest, I do recognize the audience, the only symbol. But yeah, um, story. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's not proper. It's not like a Halo like maybe campaign story, unfortunately. But it's interesting. It's interesting for um, so sure. Doesn't add a lot much to the game, but it certainly like sets up for the bigger event. And I don't want to spoil a lot too much. But it's something that relates to one of the upcoming maids and could shape the whole mm. environment, which could lead to season four, which is coming out on June. So hopefully we may get it without any delays. So fingers crossed. But right now it's just story. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And it just only tells you what's going to happen in the next few months. But then yeah. again... There isn't a lot to add, so it's just only for like two weeks. Uh, I'm still looking forward to it. I think it should be an uh, interesting story. Um, yeah, so we unlocked yeah, two different armor sets, two different armor cores. I don't know what they can't remember what they're called now. Well, uh, they, um, look really they are. Cool. There's yeah, like, there are two armor cores. One of them right now you can get lots of content for is a Mirage and the March, uh, I think, yeah. what it's called, is more like a spacesuit type of thing. It's supposed to be based off Orion, which is from like the original Halo beta for was it um, for the Mac computers. It's what's kind of based on it, 
It's also it has oh, this spacesuit fight to it. And it's like, oh, it's interesting. It's interesting you get loads of like different customization options. No cross-core, but you can still get loads of content and you can also get in shops over the time. Yeah. Even the HCS has already got the packs there for the Mirage. So it seems as if 343 is just trying to bring this out there. But I know it's interesting because it's a bit of a mix between the Mark 7 and the Rakasha. Considered to be a cheaper option of like uh, Mark 7, it's prettier than Mark yeah. 5. Like Mark 5 is a bit rugged, where this one is more clean, but comes with a lower yeah. cost thing. But what I did find very disappointing is that you've got this Mirage helmet, and lots of different helmets are like look almost the same, only with some different designs. So you're always going to have this light bulb head. I think they're just trying to go for the spacesuit type of thing. But it's just like, yeah. most of the helmets look the same. And it's only like two of them are like, and they're not like shaped like a fish bowl or some sort. So it's just like, okay. I mean, it yeah. does look like a spacesuit for sure. So maybe that might be ex explain things. But I just kind of wanted some more variety to the helmets when they already got some like other cool yeah. bits. There's like the Monado coating from the championship packs. And it's like more... Uh, Gating's there too, so I think it's just like hmm, interesting. Yeah, they got some cool stuff in the uh, the battle pass as well. Like I'm looking forward to getting the. They got a shader that like gives you like almost like volcanic skin. It looks like 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 the color, and the one color is like basically black with like red cracks down it. it looks really cool. Uh, they've got some really cool stuff in the Battle Pass. It's kind of annoying. They've got a load of stuff that looks kind of cool in the shop, though, that they want you to pay, like, real money for. I'm like, no, I'll stick to the Battle Pass, but, like, like 2,000 points for certain stuff. And they got, like, a pink uh, shader, which looks really pink, like, really bright pink. I don't know if you've seen that. The like Mr. Blobby. Uh, yeah, it's very bright pink. I'm like, oh, my God. That's Mr. a good match. <laughs> you look like Mr. Blobby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, it looks, um, looks rad, though. But I already found a really good coating there. Like, There's a, like the tiger coating, and there's a volcanic one, which yeah. plays at the very end of a pass. But one of the earliest ones is the avalanche slate, which is like a grey thing that has a red undertone. I really loved this, and I yeah, instantly got cool. it for my Marge core. And I'm hoping to get one for my Mark 7 too. So it's like really nice. I like the colors on it. But you also like get armors, like a wide range of cadet colors and stuff, which I get onto it. Next one is this Chimera. And you won't get to customize a lot out of it. You only have like one helmet and a couple of items there. So you don't get to customize it much. But yeah. that's because it's part of a fracture firewall, which will be coming soon. And that's where you can unlock more content with it. But ah, okay. the fact that it looks like a crisis armor and you already got different coatings for it. And I saw many people, they've been using it more than a Mirage. And you can see all those people wearing Chimera armor. And you easy to see why, because it looks exactly came out of crisis. <laughs> It does look like Crisis, yeah. I, my one, I got like black, it's like black with like green wires. I think mine looks cool. Uh, yeah, it looks rad. It does look like a rad out, uh, armor, to be fair. I really like both of them. I like both of them. I I think I stick to the first one, though. The Moage. Uh, personally. Yeah, yeah, I like a Moage, too. I, 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 I like both. I like both of them. They're both really cool. 
Uh, well, it's, it's cool having like loads of different armor sets. So it's just like whatever mood I'm in. It's like, oh, today I'm going to be a samurai. Today I'm going to have a skull helmet. Yes. Today I'm going to have this. So it's like it's nice to have a lot of uh, varieties. Yeah, that's cool. I, I keep changing a lot my of armors want everything too. So. To, I just keep too. changing my armors too whenever I feel like it. But yeah, the Chimera. The only thing about weird thing about it is that you have a Pfizer that has a line that's changed by the armor. So what I did is I got a Bertel Pfizer, which is completely yeah. black, and I used it, so it's easy to focus on the details there. So it's just like, Ooh. that's cool. But speaking of which... That's cool. Uh, Chimera has already got the cadet colours. You can now get Scarlet and Olive. And you can get Scarlet as the, from the shop uh, during Season 1, and now you can get three red coatings for it too. So what the 343, I believe they did, is they made them much shinier than less gritty. So the scarlet coatings I got for oh. the the UI and I got the UI core and I got one for the Mark 7. And they actually look much better, so I'm happy about it. So I got the witch, I got the scarlet weight for the Samurai and it used to be like gritty, but now it's like much shinier with grey outlines and now this is what i'm using the samway right now so it's just like wow i think it's just remains I that do. the samway armor is the best of the franchise fracture course in the moment followed by possibly chimera because i think chimera has a lot of potential we don't have a lot of customization but it's followed by the the warhammer-esque armor which is ego strike and it's just like eh, it's not a lot special <laughs> or something to write home about but there's a lot of yeah. like interesting coatings there that you just so beg for it to be cross-core. Anyway, Chimera's already got their cadet uh, coatings, and there are also some steel ones, which are basically grey with some like blue, red, and green accents. So it's just like really cool. But if I was wearing a Chimera armor, I'll be sticking to the white one that has magenta wires in it because I think it looks the coolest out of all the coatings. But it still has like lots of yeah. good coatings that you could possibly unlock, so I might probably go for them. I like the idea of cross cores, but I also like the like, I, I quite like having like a, a, a like a room full of different armors. It's like it reminds me of like uh, Iron Man three where he yes. goes to the basement. He has like a hunt, he has like a load of different Iron Man suits. It's like, ooh, which armor am I wearing today while I play Halo? I've got like eight different armor suits. I quite like having a bit of variety. Uh, but people, a lot of people are like, oh, I just want one armor that I could have everything on. I'm like, okay, I kind of like having different ones, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know how you feel about that, about the cross core. Well, I, I quite yeah. like having separate cores myself, to be I just, honest. I just really hate for the cross core to come over, but I'm just worried that they'll probably do more work on it. Like, why they can't just, just like apply the patterns to all the cores instead of making individual coatings? Like they just literally made more work, so it's just yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, should be crossed. But uh, in this season, coating should definitely cross core. Yeah, exactly for sure. Anyway, uh, Sorry, there's this. There isn't a lot more for the other cores. Eagle Strike is pretty much dead in the water now, so don't expect anything more. Same with the, and I don't think you'll be seeing a lot more with Samurai armor. But I don't know about Mark Six. You may. Actually, get a bit more, but I'm not sure. But Bakasha is just like pretty much done and dusted. But there's a lot of more content for the Mark 7. And right now, there's like some interesting packs on the store. Like you can get a security helmet through the package. And I thought that's really cool because you've yeah. got like 
a white Marge armor uh, coating, and yeah. there's also the shoulder pads that the Gen 2 Master Chief's got. And it's like, so tempted to get it, but then the price point, especially you get loads of stuff of it, and I'm like, probably not. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, worth, worth looking into there for sure. Uh, I like the one where it's got like, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was in the shop. You can buy like three hexagons on your shoulder. It's like, yes. like it looks like it looks like the tiles from like uh, the the inside Halo map, like the, yes. like inside the, the the new the new map. Speaking of which, these new maps. I don't know. What it's uh, well, now, before we move on to map, maps, which is like inside. Uh, go on. Well, there's other other thing which I'm really disappointed about because there's a battle pass. You get loads of like Mark Seven bits, and there's like lots of yeah. uh, other bits. But what I'm really disappointed is that. They haven't done anything for like the AIs. Like, there's no new AI models. Yeah. Third one is teased, but didn't pop up. Probably in the later narrative thing. I'm not sure. And they didn't even do additional colors for the AIs too. But they still do like lots yeah. of emblems. You already got fire team icons there, and it's just like there's a few bits there. Also, there's a lot more Mark Seven bits. But I think they're veering into a lot of like randomness. Like you get a pizza coating for the assault rifle. So. I don't think there's a lot to look forward to in like season three compared to the others. So I don't oh, really shit. see myself buying a lot of stuff for this. So I have to be honest. With the AI though, to be fair, I'm just going to stick to the super, the superintendent, the superintendent, the one from ODST. Yes. And That's, I'm sticking I'm, to, I'm, I'm, sticking I'm, to I'm never changing well. that AI ever. I'm never ever changing that AI. It's always going to be that one. There's so, a good bit uh, of a yeah, glitch in the game at the moment that, Superintendent has lost their face as well as the helmet, so it's just like an orb. Oh, so I hope they get that fixed. Who knows that. Yeah, yeah, I like the superintendent. I'm never changing the superintendent AI. I'm always going to have that. Yes, <laughs> that's always my go-to <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, so yeah, should we move on to the maps then? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the map's called, but I was just trying to explain it. So it's like, like when you're playing through the campaign, you're inside Halo, inside the Halo ring. It's like that's what the map looks like. So it's like you've got pillars, like, like on angles you can jump into, and it's like uh, two different... Like, I know pillars. the names of these. Parables called. What you just explained there is what's known as Chasm. Chasm is a new map. That's a great map. That's based on one of the sections that you can easily find in, say, the second mission of Halo Infinite. And I thought that's really clever. Yeah. There's also a cliffhanger that's based on the snow terrain that has... There's oh, not... It's exactly. asymmetrical. There's a lot of things just snow to through. Yeah, that's right. So there's a lot of right stuff going on for the uh, arena map. And the one that I didn't get to try out is Oasis, which is a big team battle map. Trying to go through the big team that, battle yeah. map, but I just already wasted energy and worked into 3am to, to go for it. So I haven't had a chance to try it out, even in like, the custom game. But yeah, those are basically three maps, and I haven't found any community maps that have released for the season too, so I cannot really comment on that. Yeah, but Oasis yeah. could be a, just another like big team map, but I couldn't comment on it as yeah. well. So we only get to go through like the chasm and the cliffhanger. So oh. what's your thoughts on them? So unfortunately, I was going to say like the challenge mode. You do like you have challenges. A lot of them are like play the ultimate playlist to unlock certain challenges. I was like, well. I want to play the community playlist on Big Team Battle, but you're not giving me the options to do that. I'm not going to no. do them and then get no XP 
or not level up or not go, not, not go towards my battle pass. I think that's annoying. They didn't, I, I thought they were getting rid of that. The, I thought they were going to let you play on any playlist you wanted to. Exactly. So that's, I find that annoying. Also, I, I'm I just getting a little bit... Playlist. I'm also getting a little bit fed up with the community playlist because it promises lots of different maps, but it keeps sticking to the yeah. one map, one with all the finds and the the brown beige forerunner stuff and it's just like 50 percent of the time you get into this map and this doesn't like have a lot of variety there so and also as you said why can't they just bring the community maps over there oh just wait until the forge is complete and then we'll see if they're going to bring that over yeah Uh, that's annoying i'm hoping that they fix that i'm hoping that the challenges they they give us (laughs) yeah you pretty much stopped at that yeah, that's. I mean, I, that's all I played on last night was the ultimate playlist. I didn't actually play any community or any of the uh, big team battle maps yet because they've put me on that one playlist, unfortunately. So yeah, hopefully they fix that. Um, I like the new maps. I think they're kind of cool. I said the one looks like Snowbound. The other one, it's like is inside the Halo ring. It's kind of reminds me of Narrows from Halo Three. Yes, a little bit. I think they're quite fun maps. Uh, yeah, they could be a little bit confusing, but they're, they're, they're kind of cool. Uh, both asymmetrical, I think. Uh, interesting. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? I really enjoyed them. Uh, I find the chasm to be a bit confusing, but it's really interesting yeah. because it's based on the campaign map. How it works is yeah. that you have this one area that has a lot of cheap deaths involved. Like You can easily fall off the bridges. Yeah. And there's like the corridors on each side where there's like two levels. And there's like a yeah. curved part at the end of each map. I think it's just interesting there. But I thought I do find it a bit annoying. Is that like the corridors has two levels that you cannot easily get back up if you fall down. And it's yeah. just really annoying when you're just trying to get to the person. That's true. But then you all you had to do is like get on the pillars and walk up to them. And not everyone's going to figure that out. Yeah. And I think this is a bit disappointing. But yeah. it's just like... it. It's really hard to know how to get back up to the corridor, and it doesn't give you a quick solution to that. Also, it's a bit of a dick because on the King of the Hill, for instance, one of the points of the King of the Hill is like on the pillars that is at the very top, and you just have to figure yeah. out how to get up there. So I think it's just kind of annoys people on that regard, but at the same time, it's just like a oh, decently made map. It's fun with the Ascension Slayer, and it's like lots of good stuff. But it's it does take a bit of a learning curve with it, and I understand some people may actually don't like it. Yeah, I don't mind. I think it's a decent map. I'm, I'm just glad we got some new maps, to be honest. The amount of time I've played on the bloody original maps of, of Halo Infinite, I'm just like fed up and played on the same bloody maps all the time, so mm. I'm glad we got some new maps. It's really uh, unique. Yes, yeah, so we've got new so. modes as well. Uh, well, I also need to mention about yeah, Cliff Jumper, right. which is a snowy one. That also confused me too, yeah. because there's a lot of lots of different small individual levels. It's like lots of cliffs and lots of inclines, yeah. and it's just like really hard to know who's up there, who's below. Like there's a special section yeah, that you just slip through. There's like corridors beneath it, and then there's like. Oh, there's more areas, and there's also a big thing that has a big valley that you can easily fall into and die. But yeah. if you get the ramp at the one side and then you carry over to another, it's just like, yeah, I can do that. But then it's just, it's a bit 
muddling and it's just like you easily lose yeah. yourself into this whole map so it's just like eh, we're getting used to it it's a bit more fun than chasm but it's a bit cheap because you can easily die on it and lose yeah. points and it's just like not so great but at the same yeah, time I mean it's like i can see this working as a map because it kind of reminds me of halo 3 in terms of design but this but then again it's just like doesn't particularly live up to the original maps as i would say no i mean also one flag on there is a bit weird because it's like the, you put the flag and then there's the where they gotta go and this is like it's literally like 70 percent of the map doesn't even get in like it's not even in the like the line so you obviously when you play capture the flag you want to go in a straight line straight to where you got to drop it off so if you do that you literally cut it off like 70 percent of the map doesn't even get involved in the the part of catching the flag like most of it it's like not even <laughs> like there's a massive section that doesn't even get like basically used which is a bit weird but yeah uh i like all the maps i think they're all decent i don't think there's any like really bad maps i think they're no. all pretty decent i agree um yeah i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying them should we move on to modes or yes and i'm gonna explain that the only new mode that's been added at the moment VIP, I don't think it's going to happen in season three. There's going to be infection mm -hmm. happening on this season, but we don't have it yet, and that's cool. But we do have one mode, and that is Ascension Escalation Slayer, which is basically it's like last start spot and standing, only it's made closer to the gun game. And I think you can definitely yeah. tell the 343 I really loves the heck out of it and just wants to incorporate it into Halo. So how it works cool. is it's just a typical Slayer mode, except you had to get points by killing enemies with weapons. And once you get enough experience, your weapon, two of your weapons get changed to something else. So it's already, yeah. it's already set, it's not random. So you start off with a rocket launcher and something else, and then get enough experience, you get energy sword and the gravity armor. Then they just progresses, yeah. try out different weapons, and then eventually you get over to the skull and you need and you need to kill people with a skull in order to like uh, progress to win, yeah. the whole game. So, so it's like, it's like the, for people who play a lot of Call of Duty, there's a mode called Gun Game, and it's very similar to that. Apart from this, is the other way around. The, in Gun Game, you have a rubbish gun, and it gets better the more you play and the more you kill. Whereas this is the other way around. You have a you have the best gun at the beginning, and then it gets worse and worse and worse towards the end. So, uh, as you said, you need to kill someone with the skull. So the people walking around with rocket launchers trying to blow you up, and then you're at the end on your own with the skull, just like, no, don't kill me. you got to try and hit. So basically, you can only kill people with physical attacks in the skull. There's like no, uh, you have like no other weapons. You just, just literally have the skull. you got to kill people with it. So it becomes really, it's, it's interesting because if one team is dominating, towards the end, you'll literally have like a, a team running at you with, with like all of them with the skull and your team will have guns and like shooting them trying to get them back like go away <laughs> <laughs> it's like an army of guys with skulls coming at you it's like really it's really funny but yeah uh it's i like it i think it's a really interesting it's an interesting mode fiesta is like one of my favorite things to play on halo well it's like a bit more it's not like me, fiesta, really. but it's like i suppose uh, yeah, but I mean, it's due to this season, isn't it? This this game mode. I was like, I like Fiesta is like one of my old favorites. It reminds me of Fiesta, but it's like a bit more organized, uh, and it's not. You know, I, I think it's interesting. I also mentioned that the gun game—you change your weapon every time you make a kill. 
but they changed it so it's yeah. more team friendly. And whenever you get, yeah. and it's based on the experience. So you get another experience, you change weapons, and it just goes on. So yeah, it's just it's interesting. I do miss the last spot in standing, but I reckon this made this a bit okay. better. But I think it's just like, hopefully they're not trying to jump too many sharks and then uh, like alienate players and thinking they're getting bad modes when they're obviously expecting some older modes from the Halo games. Yeah, I think last person sta- last Spartan standing is basically because that's Battle Royale mode, isn't it? Really, mm. I think when they do, I think because they're going to be releasing the Halo Battle Royale soon, maybe the mm. end of the year, maybe next year. I think that basically you've got rid of that game mode because that's essentially the Battle Royale mode that they're going to be releasing. Also, uh, lots of players hated it, so that got I liked it. Up. Yeah, so it got really scrapped off out of existence. So it's just it's a bit of a shame. If they allowed people to change the weapons they get on each level, then it would have had a much bigger potential. But 343i just got rid of it completely, so it's a bit of a nuisance, really. Yes. Yeah, so do you want to talk about the new weapon? Which well, actually, there's on. there's one rep- new weapon and there's one new equipment. So yeah. uh, there's a shroud thing, which is, I don't know, is this... It's basically called a shroud, and basically, and what it does is you shoot a item that is sticks to any wall or ceiling, and then it just makes this huge orb that completely yeah. hides what's inside. But if you go so inside, it, you can still can see anything from the inside. So, but it doesn't. Yeah. But that's all it does. It just doesn't do anything apart. It just like distracts people. Yeah, so it's like the bubble shield from Halo 3, but instead of it protecting you from bullets, it just is like a black uh, dome. So you put the dome down, people can't see you and you can't see them. So it's good for if... So like for the end, like we were talking about uh, the new mode, when you got the skull, it's good for like stuff like that, because if you want to get sucker people in to get close to you to hit them, or if you have a close-range weapon like a shotgun or a gravity hammer or a sword, it's good. But... Yeah, it is basically, it's almost like a flashbang or whatever. It's just so you can, like, basically, uh, like, black out people's visions and they can't see everything on the map. It can be useful, but bullets go through it. So if you know, if someone puts a shower out down and you know that, so you know someone's going to be there, fire a rocket straight at it, you're fine. <laughs> you're yeah, going to kill them because you know they're in that area. I it's, think it's, it's really it's, clever it's, if you yeah. think about it because I thought it would be just like a gimmick, but. But then it's been used in a lot of situations where it did actually distract players. Players can yeah. easily figure out, uh, like it, bla- it just blanks off the engines, and you're just firing blindly into it to see if you can kill people, or if it pops yeah. up. And if you're foolish enough to get into it, you just get killed off. So it just kind of like, uh, like adjusts to people's perspectives and end up like making it fall out of them. So I think this is like. A really nice equipment and I like it. Also, it's just it's like, like um I just think it's oh it's gonna it's gonna say something, but I just feel that this is like really good. Although I always see this as some kind of DLC to be placed into the game, but I like it. It's it's clever, yeah. uh, allows for better dynamics, and I can see see a lot of use for it in the future, so I like it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, the new gun is—I'm not sold on. It's like it's like the DMR, but you can't aim down the scope. 
Uh, and I'm not sure on it really. I'm not super into it. Well, what do you think? Well, basically, the DMR is back. It's been renamed to the Bandit Rifle, and as you said, it's now like a aim down sights and more of a, along the gun instead of a scope. And I think it's just kind of yeah. a bit of annoying. But also, it has a slower rate of fire, so it feels like a DMR in sorts, but it's not really a huge weapon, and it's meant for more medium-range attacks. Like, if you get too close to someone, you struggle to kill them. If you get too far away, then where the scope's going to be useful, it just kind of makes a bit more guesswork. But to me... Yeah. I was going to say, I prefer just to use the handgun, the sidekick. Just literally, you can just fire it as fast as you want. Go, do, 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 with the handgun, and you like it's the same. Like you got the same kind of uh, scope, and it's a bit more longer distance. I prefer just to use the side, the sidekick you get at the beginning, the side, the handgun. Perfect, personally. I'm going to have to say that the bandit rifle is my favorite weapon because it's strong. Okay, okay. It packs a punch. And if you can do headshots with it, you it's it just really gives you a very good feedback because I don't think it allows a lot of bloom. You just okay. like if you're accurate enough and you get headshots with it, then it becomes a very useful weapon for it. And I like using the DMR in the Halo games, which is why I feel like really glad to have this Fair weapon enough. back. I just feel it's a bit disappointing because it gets rid of escape, it does so so in a way to fire. And it's just almost as if they expect people to move on and like stick to the commando, which, in my opinion, yeah. is a discounted DMR, and I'm not really too happy about it. So yeah. I'm really happy the DMR comes back, even if it's like a bit uh, watered down from the yeah. ritual. So it's yeah. a bit of a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. I, I personally just stick to the BR, personally. Uh, yeah, so... We're on to the challenges now. We we kind of talked about the challenges earlier. I'm annoyed that they still stuck to one playlist, but you know they're simpler. I I I like that just like kill a certain amount of people or do something like that. I I, I yeah. I'm not. I, I still don't think challenges are the right way of doing everything, but they they're sticking to it. So it's better yeah, than Overwatch Two, Yeah, I've not really played Overwatch Two, so I wouldn't really know to be honest. I don't play it either, but it's recently got One Punch Man DLC on it where you get skins for four characters. That's cool. Like, there's Doomfist who dressed up as Saitama, so it's just like, wow, it's cool. But still not playing Overwatch 2. But this is only beginning, so whatever. But anyway, um, challenges, yeah, it's cut down from 20 to 10, and it's much quicker, so I really prefer the system. And... The challenges yeah. were so good this week that uh, I don't have to swap out for any other challenges, so it's a success. It's a bit of a grind to do the kills of banished weapons, and also it's just like yeah. it's a bit grindy and it's not so great. And most of them are actually in the the I think it was a uh, I think it was the free. I don't remember the name of it, but. But yeah, it's just basically what you do. So, but I certainly did all the challenges to get all the ten items in the battle passage. It's all right, items yeah, not that memorable. But I certainly got the purple Wayne uh, armor coating for the bandit rifle. I was like, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad yeah. I got it. So I like it. 
But as for the playlist, it's a bit random. It's just like you get Team Escalation, you've got Fiesta, Slayer, and Capture the Flag. But yeah. I just feel like they could have like took out the Capture the Flag and then just start to... Yeah, I think it's what it's called Killing Arena Hill Unlimited. Well. So it's just like, yeah. You, you forgot Killing the Hill as well. That's on yeah, there that as well. one as well. But I think it's just a medley yeah. of things and it's just like so memorable. And also the playlist somehow focuses too much on like Chasm and Cliff Jumper. And I think with yeah, those maps sure. only, if they throw in some like existing or community maps into it, it will make it much better. But instead, it's just like yeah, sure. you have to complete on these new maps just to get all the challenges and a Purple Bane Bandit Rifle. So it's just like, yeah. it's just something you had to get through it. I wouldn't say that play this is exactly fantastic. If they were to incorporate yeah. like other maps into it, then it would have been better. So I'm just like, mm, meh. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so yeah, that that's our preview for the Halo Infinite season three. Uh, we enjoyed it so far. We've both played it for about four or five hours. We both completed the week. The first week's worth of challenges within like a day. Uh, I have nothing. I want to go back and play more, but I've got nothing to do for the next five days until we got more challenges. So that's annoying. Um, so, so yeah, I think op- it's really good. I really enjoyed it. So, what's your opinion on the uh, season three so far? Uh, I think it's decent. I like the new modes. I like the new maps. I like the new weapon and the new. Uh, the, I think. I think it's really cool. Uh, I'm glad I got another 100 pl- uh, tier battle pass to battle through. Um, I don't know what to do now. I've done all the challenges. I've kind of got nothing to do now for the rest of the week, which is annoying. Um, I would like to play more, but I've got no more challenges to do. So I'm like, what do I do for the rest of the week? Uh, that's, the only, that's the only downside. Apart from that, I really enjoy it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll play some of the community maps. I haven't got around to playing them yet. Uh, I think it's a really cool. I think it's a lot more content with this battle pass than the last one. Uh, season two was a bit of a letdown. I feel like this is a better. This is much better than season two so far. Um, well, actually, um, in Forge, they now allow you to change some of the elements in the developer map, so that's cool too. Yeah. So we might expect uh, some different maps based on the modes we play, like Infection, for instance, yeah. which is coming soon. But Ooh, if I was to say my opinion on it. My two cents is I like the I like the additions of the bandit rifle and the shroud. I love them. It really makes the game yeah, much yeah. nicer. But I'm not 100% a fan of the maps, even though I haven't tried every map yeah. they announced. But I feel the cliff jumper and the chasm that, while cool, but it doesn't feel like true competitive maps. And i just not no. really that interested but they're not really bad maps. The Escalation one, I just, all I can say is, I just hope they keep this, like, unlike what they did to the last Spartan span- standing. But as for the armors, cool. cool. I'm just a, disappointed with the choice of helmets for Mirage. But I think everything yeah, is, is like, it's interesting. I like some of the coatings there. You can, and some of the free ones there is like even better. So it's just like really good. But, I'm not really expecting a lot much from story, but as for the everything else, yeah. it's just like more content, really good, 
but it's kind of lacking in areas like AIs and some of the bits there. So yeah. you can't really please everyone with it. But in the moment, no. it's just like all stuff, really good. And I just hope it would last for three months this time to give way for season four. So yeah, just Good hate it just goes through. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty, I agree with everything you said there. Uh, season four should be good when that comes out, but I think this should keep us satisfied for a couple of months, hopefully. Uh, well, I, we usually have the issue of literally going through the battle pass within like two days. I mean, I forgot to ask you, did you get the regular battle pass or did you get the premium one? Uh, I already bought a battle pass that does not have 25 levels. There's a premium this and premium yeah, that's what I pack. So I went with your yeah. I don't see the point of the premium because you basically uh, you got 25 levels for free. That basically that that's like basically a quarter of your battle pass that you don't have to do. And it's like that kind of I, I like to have something to aim for. So if I've already got it done, like you know, like basically I I don't want to get to level 100 like in a week because then I've got nothing to name for them for the rest of the battle pass you know I'm going to hopefully slowly grind up to level 100 by the time the pass finishes I'm hoping not to get to level 100 like within a week I think that like kills the pacing isn't it yes. I don't see the point of the premium battle pass I don't see the point of, of skipping the first 25 levels because you've already got a limited amount of levels to unlock anyway so there you go that's just my personal opinion um, yeah I, I went with the normal one too. So I was thinking about getting the premium, but I didn't see the point. So, But yeah, that's preps up very long. And we're always already coming towards two hours because we thought we already had the longest episode there. But Ooh, we had geez. longer episodes than that. So yeah. So we're going to head over to the last question for Chief. The final question. Da 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 da. The final question. There you go. <laughs> so, as is relevant to the topic, and now we've brought Starfield Ooh. into the mix, it's going to be interesting Ooh. to see, like, with Starfield, we already talked a lot about it. There's Halo Infinite Season 3, we already talked a lot about it. So, yeah. I'm going to come up with this question, which I was going to originally ask related to Halo, but now it's going to be something entirely different. So, my last question Ooh. to you is, are you going to be expecting anything new from Gears of War? Okay, so do you think we're going to get Gears of War 6, basically, or, or DLC for Gears of War 5, or Gears Tactics? In general. Yeah. I do think so, but probably not this year. We might get an announcement this year in the like E3, but it'll probably come out 2025 or 2024. I think, yeah, we'll probably get Gears 6, but it'll probably be next year, I imagine. I think that's probably the I've been working on it, but I don't see it coming out this year because we've already got... Especially now the Starfield is coming out in September and Forza's probably coming out after that. I feel like that's our, our Christmas lineup now is going to be... Forza is going to be the big Christmas game. Uh, Starfield is going to be the big, like, big, like middle of the year game. And uh, you know, Redfield. So I don't see us getting Gears of War this year. I think maybe next year we might get a Gears of War six. We uh, could. How about you? We could get a collection of Gears of War, which I oh, hope it would be remastered, remastered in like Unreal Engine five because I built an Unreal Engine before. So we. That would be 
it's been speculated to come out, but it didn't come out. So we may finally expect the collection to come out of those remastered ports of the classic Gears of War games, like the Master Chief collection. I would like that. I got my hopes up last year for that, and then they didn't, and then it never got announced. So I would love that, but I'm going to try not to get my hopes up that that's coming. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too excited and then it not happen. So but yeah, I think that'd be cool if that did happen. I would, I would be, in, I'd be into that. Let's get some one remastered for Xbox One, so we could expect yeah. something like that for the rest of other titles too. So should be interesting. We might get, we might get like. A- we get might get a Gears of War mobile game, maybe. I hope not, but that might no. be something we might we might get. Uh, Gears Tactics. Um, I think the Coalition are working on something that's not Gears of War at the moment, but they sh- they sh- they probably got two that's teams. So we'll see what happens. But I think, yeah, I don't think Gears of War is dead by any means. I think Gears Six no. is going to come at some point. I think it'll probably be a twenty twenty four game or it'd be announced next year and come out twenty twenty five. It's either going to come out. It's either going to be announced this year's E3, come out next year, or it's going to be announced next year, come out the year after. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, personally, I don't see it coming out this year, though. I would love it, but I don't see it coming out this year. A collection no. coming out this year would be good, or collection coming out early next year would be good. But I can't see a Gear Six coming out for another year or so. No. To be perfectly honest, unfortunately, because we've got Starfield and we've got Forza to keep us occupied, so I don't see anything else big coming out this year now. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, which is a shame. Unless they shadow drop it, could you imagine them just shadow dropping Gear Six? That'd be amazing. Can you imagine <laughs> that, that would be like high fire rush it and Gear Six is out now. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it happening, but that would be amazing. <laughs> but no, that's my opinion. I don't think we're gonna get Gear Six until next year or the year after. That is my opinion. Cool. So I don't have a lot to add to this question anyway. So all I can say is, yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. And we could expect uh, anything come down that end, most likely in the next year or so. As for this year, more likely to be a collection. So I think it's just pretty much it. Because I thought we might probably be expecting something new to come out as a big franchise. And there's like Starfield as the next Skyrim. And there's also like... Halo stuff coming in as well, but I think we're not expecting a bit too much from Gears of War. So yeah, it's just smart. Gears Tactics two, Gears Tactics two, maybe at some point. I don't know. Uh, Gears Tactics one was great. I, mean, I would love a sequel to that. So maybe we get that at Gears Tactics two, maybe at some point. Uh, we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed. Maybe a smaller spin-off, but I think the mainline one we're not going to get for another year or so, unfortunately. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah is that it for this week's episode I believe um, this was a fun one it was a long one uh, we had that breaking news in the middle which we had to really talk about we could not talk about Starfield uh, but yeah we wanted to talk about season 3 of Halo I think it was a fun episode what do you guys think let us know in the comments below do you want to get some Xbox underwear <laughs> um, what mug should I buy uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, Starfield, all that, all that jazz. Let us know what you think in the comments below. We're, we're getting close to 100 subscribers. We'd love to hit 100 subscribers before uh, Starfield comes out. I don't know what I'm trying to think of a good time before before Redfall. We'd like 100 subscribers. I don't know what do you guys. There's, there's no what you think in the comments below of the uh, pod. I'm rambling. 
Anything you want to add? <laughs> nah, it's all right. We're pretty much going to wrap this up anyway. So, yeah, we're almost like two hours and i got more editing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. No worries. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. And until next time, too sweet. Bye. Ladies. Thank you for listening to the X Monks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening. <laughs>